Hey friends, I have one thing to ask of you before this podcast begins. My heart behind my podcast is for it to touch as many women as possible so that they can grow in their faith and know that they are not alone on their journey to heaven. I can't do this without your help. So I want to encourage you to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share today's episode with just one friend who you think would grow by listening to today's conversation. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Hey there, I'm Whitney, your host of the Abundantly Yours podcast. I'm a wife, college student, and entrepreneur ready to strive for sainthood right alongside you. Jesus put this podcast on my heart as a way to serve you better, so I am so pumped that you are here. I'll be hanging with you every Monday and Thursday to chat all things discovering your purpose, cultivating a relationship with Jesus, and everything else in between. Are you ready to fully step into who God created you to be? Let's do this, girl. Hello, Danny, and welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here and to share about finding peace in the midst of chaos and noise, which can be very difficult sometimes. So welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm excited to um, get to chat and get to get some advice from you and get to know you a little bit more today. So um, before we dive in, would you please introduce yourself? Yes, of course. So uh, my name is Danny. I was born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. I am the youngest of four sisters. I am a graduate of the University of Mississippi, hottie potty. <laughs> I am recently married to my college sweetheart. Um, our engagement anniversary is actually today. Um, cool. <laughs> and I am a pediatric ICU nurse and I love being Catholic. Yeah, that's so fun. I'm the third of four sisters, um, so we definitely can relate on the household of all females um, because that's quite the life. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, um, we often, ex- well, we experience noise every day in our life, right? Like it's this constant like voice, voices on our shoulders just coming in and out, uh, and that can get really distracting and really hard. Um, and so today's conversation, we're just going to share kind of like, um, as you share your season, I'll also think of one and share, um, kind of a similar experience that I've had. So, um, yeah, as we start, let's, let's share, um, kind of our experiences with this, you know, how, how, you know, I guess, let me reframe that. Um, you know, would you share a season of life where you experience peace, you know, despite, you know, all the noisiness happening in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, like I said, am a pediatric ICU or a PICU nerd. Um, and in the PICU, we experience intense highs and lows. See our patients knock on death's door and turn corner. I have learned strength and resiliency from toddlers who get a second chance at life after a heart transplant um, and babies who bounce back and go home after having major open heart surgery within the first week of life. Um, But with these intense victories, we also experience intense loss. You know, death is inevitable in nursing, but losing an infant or a child is never expected. And I can think of a particularly tough season on our unit where our losses truly felt like they outnumbered our wins. You know, during that season, this was about a little over a year, probably a year and some change ago. We had a season where we saw just 
more equipment, more pumps, patients that required more intense life support. We heard constant alarms, just overall had more bodies moving around, collaborating um, in an effort to save those patients' lives than ever before since I had started working there. And it just truly felt like noise and chaos consumed our unit day in and day out and made peace feel unattainable. Um, But during that season and time on our unit, I learned that peace is not the absence of noise or chaos. It's finding God in the midst of it. Um, And so I have kind of an interesting story. So a few weeks prior to the weekend that I'm kind of going to walk you through, um, on a whim, I was working one weekend and part of being a nurse, it varies unit to unit, but on my unit is working weekends. And so with my weekend requirement, working every other weekend, I often am not able to go to mass and receive communion, Mm -hmm. um, which is very difficult. And so I was at work and called up a priest friend of mine, and he was actually able to arrange for the hospital's chaplain to come and bring communion. Mm -hmm. And there were several of us who were there working that day who were able to receive communion or who were able to get a blessing. And it was just a really incredible gift that weekend. And so... Fast forward to a couple weeks later, so the weekend I'm going to walk you through right now, um, we had just experienced quite a few heavy losses, just kind of back to back. I'm sure you've heard the, the saying, like, death happens in threes, and yeah. it was it was happening like that for us. And so yeah. one particular Sunday, we were um, kind of in the midst of losing another patient, and I had... Um, one of the doctors come up to me um, with tears in her eyes and just basically said, like, we need Jesus today. And she was there the day that we had communion brought to us a few weeks prior. And so I just looked at her and I was like, give me 10 minutes. And I ran and called the same priest friend I called a few weeks prior and kind of explained what was going on. And he said, you know, I'm driving, but give me 15, 20 minutes and I'll text you. And then I got a text that yet again, the hospital chaplain was on his way. And so he did come to our unit. He actually was able to see the family um, because I'm, I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana. So there's Catholics everywhere. um, So he was able to spend some time with the family. And then after he just started talking and before I knew it, you know, we had a huge, circle of probably close to 10 of my coworkers, both Catholic, non-Catholic, gathered around. And he did a little communion service for us, gave communion to those of us who were able to receive and uh, bless the rest of us and just prayed over us after. And, you know, there were many people in tears and it was just this sense of peace that was, you know, it was Jesus. It was he asked for Jesus on our unit and, and he came and truly uh, the entire just day was transformed. And we were given this peace and this strength that we could get through the rest of the shift. Um, and that was just incredible. So that's, that's what I think of when I think about um, peace is just not the absence of noise or chaos. I don't, I certainly know that doesn't exist in my life very often and I'm sure you uh, also being married and having a little one on the way 
Yeah. Those moments of no noise, no chaos are probably not easy to find, but um, yeah. in the in the midst of that, we can experience peace from yeah. from God. Well, that's so beautiful. My goodness, it's such a beautiful story, um, and just proof proof that like the Lord is peace in the only place we can find that true, deep, comforting peace, right? Um, and so kind of like just a small story um, that I guess I have, or just sharing a little bit of a season. Um, I think I just, I always try to kind of think of the most recent one because my pregnant squirrel brain can just like squirrel all over the place. <laughs> and I remember the, the things that happened the most right. recently the best. So, um, yeah, so I, um, end of January, beginning of February or kind of maybe the entirety of, of January. Um, despite like all this, this busyness that was happening in this, this, yeah, what was feeling like noise, like I was so at peace and I was kind of confused with it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm running around with my chicken, like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> um, and yet I was like, the Lord is like, so here, excuse me. Like, he's just so like, it's so evident that the Lord is like with me. Although like, I didn't have consistent daily prayer. Like, although I wasn't like, you know, doing that, which is something I'm constantly working on because we're human and we're constantly, you know, working every day to do better. Um, Like, despite the fact that, you know, I was using the busyness as an excuse to not pray, the Lord was still so evidently there, um, despite like all of the excuses that I gave for prayer you know and it's like how beautiful is that that the Lord meets us where we're at um and so just like for you of you know being in a chaotic hectic you know just kind of a a rough hard environment right um and how the Lord just like I mean literally showed up in the Eucharist so yay um but literally was just there and provided that sense of peace of like like okay, this is like the Lord's plans. Like he, you know, is watching over every patient. He knows what he wants um, and coming to peace with that. And I think that's so beautiful of, you know, we find our peace in the Lord. Like that true, like comforting peace only comes from the Lord, no matter where we search for it, you know? Right, exactly. (laughs) Where are all of my current brides to be at? Or maybe you know of a girlfriend currently planning her wedding? If you said yes to either of those questions, listen up. Wedding planning shouldn't be stressful. After all, you're planning the biggest and one of the most holiest days of your life. White Lily Weddings is a Catholic wedding planning company dedicated to creating holy marriages modeled after Mary and Joseph, which stand out like a lily among the thorns in today's society. Marie and her team at White Lily Weddings offers your typical planning packages such as full service, month of management, etc. But they also offer 100% customizable planning packages to fit your exact needs and budget. If you are a Catholic bride or you know of one, be sure to check out whitelilyweddings.com or follow them on Instagram at white.lily.weddings. All of the information is in the episode description. Yeah, yeah. And so um, kind of through that experience, you know, what did the Lord teach you? Like, what was there kind of like this, like learning moment of like, you know, I need to do this more, whatever, you know, what did the Lord kind of teach you through the, that, that big moment of like, like Jesus is my peace, you know? 
Right. I think I just, through prayer um, and talking to other people, came to understand that, like, you know, we'll, we'll never reach the superlative of anything while we're here on earth because the perfect world God created was made imperfect by original sin. So perfect peace cannot be obtained on the side of eternity, but it's the promise of heaven. Um, and even though we are not in heaven right now, we can experience a foretaste of that perfect peace while here on earth by the moments of peace that God gives us um, in our day-to-day life. And that, in my opinion, is just recognizing his presence in the midst of it. So I think about, I don't know if you're a chosen, uh, the chosen. I haven't started it yet. It's on my like postpartum like that's what I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I highly recommend. Um, and he does a really, or the show does a really great, I guess, uh, job of depicting just the early life of Jesus and his disciples. And so, I kind of think about like this image of the early followers of Jesus who interacted with him while he was human, like while he was physically here. How Jesus, you know, he might have looked like a typical guy on the outside, but he had an interior heaven about him. You know, he carried this perfect patience, perfect kindness, compassion, love, and that heaven inside of him overflowed. um, And those around him were changed by it. And, you know, now 2000 plus years later, Jesus is not here physically, humanly, like he was when he was with his disciples, but we can still experience that peace that uh, Jesus gave to his earliest followers through the Eucharist, you know, like um, when we, I feel like the moments of peace that I can experience that are that foretaste of the perfect peace on heaven or when I'm in the presence of the Eucharist, when I go to adoration, when I um, consume the Eucharist in Holy Mass, um, I think it was Pope St. Pius who said like Holy Communion is the shortest and safest way to heaven. Mm. Um, And I think that just the Eucharist gives me a glimpse of that perfect peace. That's the promise of heaven. And no matter what is going on in life, no matter how noisy or how chaotic or how unexpected things are going or how out of control things may feel, if I run to adoration or if I just, you know, wake up and pull myself out of bed and go to daily mass in the morning, I always feel better after. And I I think it's just that peace that I receive when I receive the Eucharist or when I'm in the presence of the Eucharist. Yeah. And that's so, that's literally right there. Just like the truth of like, you know, once again, nothing on earth will bring us the true peace that we will experience in heaven. Um, Yeah. And just, just like the way you had, the way you shared about that of just like really that reminder of like, as much as we want to try and find this peace or, you know, like rest in watching a show on Netflix or um, a certain food or a certain activity, like going to get our nails done, you know, like, like, you know, that peace is like temporary. And it's like, if we have this opportunity to, you know, experience just this little bit of you know, eternal, eternal peace. There's this, you know, like this little, little, little bit, like it's not even true eternal peace because we're not in heaven, right. um, but through the Eucharist, right. Of being able to, um, you know, as a Catholic, being able to receive the Eucharist and like, it's the best thing ever. It's like, that's why Sundays are always so good. 
it's like, especially because I'm not the best at going to daily mass. I'm working on it. Um, um, but with a busy schedule, once again, we're working on it, <laughs> not using that as an excuse. Um, but like, once again, like those days that we do receive the Eucharist, it's like, we look back and we're like, wow, like that day was like good, you know, or like, even if it was crazy and busy and noisy, like we still started our day off with that, you know, you know, 45 minute daily mass or whatever. Um, or even if it's 10 minutes in adoration, um, really being able to remember that we do have this opportunity, um, a beautiful opportunity to be in the presence of Jesus and, um, you know, ah, so beautiful. It's like such like a slap in the face for me. It's like, why don't you go to daily mass more? What? Like <laughs> working on it. I'm working on it. Like I said, <laughs> um, but yeah. And so, um, kind of leaning into the next section of our episode of, um, what advice do you have for someone, um, who might be struggling to find that peace, who might be struggling to recognize where the peace could, could even exist in their life? Um, you know, when they're in that season of chaos and noise. Yeah. Um, I would love to, and if this is okay, um, or if this is not okay, let me know read through. I have a little meditation I've shared before, um, just in given, given talks in person, but, um, yeah, go ahead and share it. And it's just, I feel like if I was to like give a little piece of my heart to whoever's listening, it would be through this meditation. So, um, if anyone is listening and is driving, please press pause and wait until you're, uh, not driving, but for anyone listening, um, and for you too, Whitney. Um, so, Close your eyes for just a moment and imagine a little wooden box, a box small enough to carry in your own two hands. It weighs heavier than it may appear. Etched on the outside of the box are the words, my restless fist. You are standing right next to the wooden box, but you are not alone in this moment. There is someone a few steps ahead of you. Someone patiently watching and silently waiting. Now consider what it may be that is the source of your restlessness. What suffering, what loss, what noise or chaos, what relationship, what sin, what shame, what diagnosis, what lack of, what fear, whatever it may be causing you restlessness, whatever it may be stealing peace from within your heart today. Imagine yourself picking it up and holding it in your hands. I want you to place it inside the small wooden box and allow yourself to close the lid and lock it. You are now standing, holding the box in your hands when the person a few steps away from you softly whispers, Come to me. Without hesitation, you take a few steps forward your eyes still fixed on the box you are carrying. The voice continues, My child, come to me, you who are weary and burdened, you who hold your restlessness in your own hands. Lay it down at my feet, and I will give you rest. You set the small wooden box down at this person's feet and take a step back. Then you finally lift up your chin, and look up, and you enter into his gaze. 
nailed to a cross, he gazes down upon you, his arms stretched wide to embrace you, his heart open wide to receive you, his head bent down, you lean forward, and Jesus kisses you. You remember the words of St. Mother Teresa, pain, sorrow, suffering are but the kiss of Jesus, a sign that you have come so close to him that he can kiss you. And in the silence of your heart, he speaks, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. You are overwhelmed in this moment as peace floods your heart and brings you rest. You realize this peace you feel now may be finite, but it is a glimpse of the perfect and infinite peace you can experience for the first time in heaven. And you return to his gaze over and over again every single day. You pick up your small wooden box and you lay it at the foot of the cross. You return to his gaze and you receive the kiss of Jesus. You receive the peace of Christ and you find rest in the present moment. You remember the words of St. Catherine of Siena. Nothing great is ever achieved without much enduring. Heaven is worth the enduring, and earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Come to the cross again and again. Lay down your little wooden box. Receive his kiss. Catch a glimpse of the promise of heaven. Allow his peace to flood your heart and bring the peace of Christ out into the world. Gosh, that was so beautiful. Like, I don't know, I love the the imagery aspect of, you know, like prayer. Um, And I just, something that I've incorporated um, is praying with the crucifix. Um, Yeah. yeah, and, And that visualization of laying it down at his feet. Like, although I might be extremely frustrated, although I'm like, Whatever I'm feeling in prayer, if it's I don't want to be there, if I don't want to be praying, but I don't know what to say, or all the things we could use it as an excuse. Um, like some days my prayer just looks like like looking at the cross and holding to holding on to the crucifix. Um, and just like that gaze with, with our father. Um uh, and re- recognizing that like he he's looking down upon me right now. Um, although you know I'm looking at him on a crucifix, but um you know, kind of that realization of like, for me, of like looking at him on the cross and saying like, you did this for me. Like, you know, there's a song I, I brought this up in a couple of different episodes and it's called you're bigger than I thought you were. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lyrics uh, are like, my doubts and fears don't scare you. You're bigger than I thought you were. And I'm like, you know, half the time I'm more worried that the Lord isn't going to like fulfill what I want to happen and that's what's causing like this chaos within my heart of like, like I'm not trusting the Lord because I want what well, I want to happen, but he's got something different. Right. It's like, no, like really just putting everything at his feet. And it's a lot easier said than done. Cause I have my days of like gripping control and being like, like, no, I got this. And then I get to the end of the day. I'm like, I did not got that that day. <laughs> you know, like I didn't, I didn't happen. Um, right. But yeah, really, uh, that was a great reflection. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I remember not too long ago, I went to confession and I had a penance that was just so kind of, I don't know if you've ever had those penances that are 
like you're like what that is such a random penance um so uh-huh. it, wasn't, it wasn't the typical you know say a couple our fathers or something the priest told me um to just repeat in my head 20 times jesus i trust in you and i think kind of in just what i shared too like for whoever is listening whatever you're going through it it doesn't matter like like you were just saying like nothing that you are going through jesus is not um you know too far yeah. from you he is never out of you know out of your reach and if anyone understands suffering it it is him so um i think you know like you said easier said than done to trust to yeah. trust in him but truly just even if it takes you you know, taking a second to yourself and just repeating that in your head when you wake up in the morning or when you're in the midst of like um, a moment of panic or whatever, just repeating to yourself, Jesus, I trust in you um, as many times as you need to. Um, and just uh, embracing whatever peace uh, he provides for you in that moment. Yeah. Even if that is just his presence, just like acknowledging that he is there, um, yes. whatever you're going through. Yeah, I love that. Jesus, I trust in you is a huge, like, I don't know, like, like breath prayer that I always try to cling on to as much as I can. Um, and like, even if it's something super good that's, that happens, like, say, like, you know, like, just say, for example, like, I had a really good month in business, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, like, you know, like, Jesus, I trust in you, like, thank you, like, I trust in you that you're going to continue to provide for me. Um, or even in, in those midst of like that chaos of like, like, Lord, like I can't breathe. Like, but I, like, I still choose to trust in you. I mean, I've found, like I say, like, that's probably the one thing that I say out loud the most to myself when I'm home alone, uh-huh. um, is like, Jesus, I trust in you. I want to get a divine mercy image and put it on my wall somewhere in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the power of saying something out loud, um, to ourselves is huge, um, because as women, we have a million little thoughts going on in our brain every day. And so when we like, you know, proclaim that out loud, we're like, no, like Jesus, I choose to trust in you. Like, despite what I want to do, like, I'm going to choose to trust in you and saying that out loud. Um, it's just as, you know, powerful as if we, we look in the mirror and speak out loud truth about ourselves, uh, which is so hard to do when we, you know, we can tend to like nitpick, whatever. That's a whole new avenue of like topic I could go down um but really just you know like out loud proclaiming that and um you know it just I guess for me it's extremely powerful when I when I do say that especially when I am like if I do have a day of work but you know home by myself of like you know reminding myself of the truth of Jesus every day and that like I choose to trust in him um it allows me to surrender a little bit easier not that I'm perfect at that in any way but um it just reminds me of who I'm choosing to trust and that's the Lord and not myself (laughs) right exactly yeah I love that yeah so fun (laughs) have you ever thought about how many different skincare products you've used over your lifetime I know I've tried so many and have mostly been left feeling frustrated that nothing actually works either my face doesn't feel clean I break out, it smells weird, my face burns, and sometimes the list just keeps going on. And all while knowing there are ingredients in the products that are often harmful to my skin and hormones. 
Can you relate to this? Because I sure can. Until now, I have found the best product. This line of skincare is completely toxin-free and the ingredients are certified organic. Like seriously, what could get better than this? I used to have pimples from body oil and sweat pop up all over my face all the time. But once I started using Crunchy and using it consistently, my skin hasn't ever looked this good. I've never been more confident wearing zero makeup and I don't have to use a single filter on social media. You deserve that too. Our skincare sets are the perfect way to get started with your clean skincare routine and you can get $10 off the already discounted bundles when you use my link in the show description. <laughs> um, yeah, so as we kind of begin to wrap up, this was such a fun conversation, but the last question I have um, is a loaded question. <laughs> and I ask every guest this, and what is one piece of advice you want every young Catholic woman to know? This can relate to the topic or it can be anything that the Lord has taught you, anything the Lord is teaching you, whatever you want to share, feel free to do so. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Okay. I feel like I could say so many different things. Um, I think, so I'm a firm believer that God is not a God of chance, that he is a God of purpose. And so I don't know if you, I know I can certainly think of a few situations, but have ever had like a, a particular friend or a coworker or family member or someone who's been on your heart or just kind of pops into your head or is on your heart for um, a little while of time and um, you are not really sure why, you know, like, oh, I haven't talked to that person in however long. You're like, oh, I just saw them the other day, Um, but they're on your heart. Like just, I guess my best advice is if that's happening, um, like take that as an opportunity to reach out and check in, Um, like send the text, make the phone call. I think Um, You know, we often can convince ourselves that, you know, what if they think I'm being invasive or what if it seems like I'm overstepping, you know, I don't even really know what's going on, but they're just on my mind. Um, I just think that those are opportunities, you know, like we can't see the full picture, but God can and he can use us and he can use our yes to um, work through us and use us to be an instrument of his love and his peace and so if you have a person who is coming to mind or who's on your heart um just kind of take that as as a an opportunity that maybe god's putting that person on your heart certainly he is putting that person on your heart for a reason and um i don't think you'll ever regret sending sending the texts or uh, making the phone call because you just never really know you know people people fight a lot of battles that we are not aware of and I think there is always room for kindness in the world yeah. and for people who are intentional and check in on other people so yeah. um, I guess if that makes any sort of sense that would be yeah. a piece of advice for yeah. really anyone but especially um, yeah I love that I think that's excuse me it's been a long day <laughs> um <laughs> It's such a great piece of advice, I do think. And it's a reminder that I need to because um, I just think it's essential for all, for all relationship to, like, reach out to people, um, you know, especially, like, you know, as we get to be adults, um, we you know, we just all get busy. And that can be a terrible excuse a lot of the times. But um, I love how you mentioned, like, if, if the Holy Spirit is, like, you know, nudging this person into your heart of, like, like, why do they keep coming up? Like 
like take that as the sign of the Lord because like he is intentional in the details. Um, right. Like, yeah, he's not a God of chance. He's not a God of luck. Um, you know, like when my husband's like, Oh, I'm so lucky to have you. I'm like, no, you're not lucky. You're blessed. Like the Lord <laughs> is intentional in the details. Like, um, you know, I hate the word luck. <laughs> um, and so it's like, like, no, it's, it's, this is God laying out like your life intentionally in these little details. So, um, you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head, but there's like too many things coming to my brain of like where the Lord is intentional because he's intentional everywhere. Um, you know? And so, yeah, rejoicing in that, um, that we have a God who like cares so intimately about the littlest of things in our life. Um, but yeah, not like your piece of advice is amazing. <laughs> um, a good reminder. And like, I think you're the first one who's ever said that on the hundred episodes that I've recorded. Um, so yes, that's so good. <laughs> um, and thank you for, um, yeah, just sharing your time with us today. Um, before we leave, do you have a social media, um, you want to share with people so they can go follow you? Sure. Um, I do have an Instagram. It's pretty new, um, where I'm kind of trying to compile. Oops, sorry. That was no, no worries. my mother. Speak about speaking about people checking in on you. Um, <laughs> I have an Instagram, um, that is kind of new and I, I'm sharing more of the like intentional things that I write about my faith on there. Um, and so if you would like to follow me, it's at all under uh, lowercase, no spaces, no special things, just at dear heart to heart. And that is where you can find me. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. I will have her Instagram in the episode description so you can go um, follow her. Um, if you have any um, questions or need help with this topic or need more advice, reach out to Danny. Um, or if you enjoyed today's episode, still reach out um, and just share your takeaways with her. And if you want to send them to me too, that'd be awesome. But um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me um, and just sharing yeah, your experience and that reflection that you shared was also incredible. And I'm going to like put that on repeat. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, it was so I fun. Love, I love uh, seeing how the Lord is working through you and on your social media too. So thank you for uh, welcoming, welcoming me on the podcast. It was, yes. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, so fun to get to yeah know a little bit more about you and to just, um, yeah, invite another incredible Catholic woman on. So um, thank you. Thank you. Hey girl, we've made it to the end of this episode of the Abundantly Yours podcast. If this episode touched your heart in any way, I would be so thankful if you could head on over to subscribe and leave me a review. That way, you'll never miss another episode. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at abundantly.yours for more. See you next time.